The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Parenthood. Your life does not end here. Hi, I'm Chriselle Lim, mother of two. And I'm Sarah Son, also a mother of two. We are longtime friends and now mothers. This is Being Bumo, a podcast about all things parenting. We want to have honest conversations about motherhood so we can each define it for ourselves. We're here to build our village and we hope that you join us. Hola. Hola. ¿Cómo estás? Muy bien. Mm, qué bonita. Oh, you too? Tú también. Tú también. Mm. So... We just celebrated one of our best friend's 40th birthday, mm-hmm. which was so much fun. But it also got me thinking, because I posted a photo of her, right? Uh-huh. Just like homage to her 40th birthday. And she is a very, very close friend. And it was granted that a lot of my followers are are younger. Um, How young are they? I mean, it depends. Like, I have a lot of new audience from TikTok and they're very young, right? They're like what, 18, 25? Yeah, 18 mm-hmm. to probably about mid-20s. Obviously, I have my Instagram followers who are probably, you know, mid tw- or late 20s to late 30s, which is more my age, our age. So the comments on that post uh-huh. were, I don't, I didn't know if I should take it as a compliment or something negative oh no obviously <laughs> our friend took it as a compliment because she's like this is the best birthday gift but everyone was on there saying oh my god mm-hmm. 40 oh no she looks she's like she's 20 oh um, I see. but uh-huh. it wasn't just one i mean let me just read let me give you a little taste like of- they're surprised she looks so young or they're surprised we're so old both <laughs> both okay so I'm going to read you guys some of these comments on here. She's 40. If someone tells me she's 18, I'll believe it. Another mm-hmm. one. I don't see 40s. Where? Happy mm-hmm. 25th. 40? <laughs> she looks like she's turning 25. And you look like you're only 30, Chriselle. Where's the fountain of youth? I need to know. Girl, who's 40? Stop playing. She does, she does not look a day over 27. Happy birthday to her. What? <laughs> She looks like she's in her early 20s. Unbelievable. She looks so young. Amazing. Oh my gosh. She doesn't look a day past 25. Oh my gosh. She looks so young. Oh my God. The youngest 40-year-old I've ever (laughs) seen. 40? She looks like she's 25. I mean, that's like... like Over and over and over. Over and over and over. And at first I was like, oh, that's very sweet of them. But the more I started reading, I was like... Your face right now. I was like, (gasps) you're Mm -hmm. making me feel really old. Like, you guys are so overly excited and exaggerating Uh this whole situation that Mm -hmm. she looks so young that being 40 almost sounds like it's so old, (laughs) right? And so I I started to think like, why why do people think that and, and I know the answer to this, right? But it, it was just a question that I was asking myself. Mm-hmm. But 
I start. Do you, do you want to do the interview by yourself? Just ask the questions and answer. Them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll, I'll do Q and A by myself. <laughs> so it's like, why why do people think it's a compliment mm-hmm. to say that you're twenty five mm-hmm. versus you look great in your forties, your age, or yeah. But why do we always have to say you look like you're 25? Right, because 25-year-olds look like that because they are 25. Yeah. But why can't we just say you're 40, congratulations, you look amazing versus, period, period, versus, wow, oh my God, you're 40? (laughs) You look like you're 25. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, the more I started reading those comments, Mm. the more and more I thought it was a little rude. Offended. Mm. But because I am almost 40 now too, like I'm 37, I'm turning 38 this year in April. Mm -hmm. So like, obviously I'm not 40 yet, but I am obviously closer to that age versus like 25. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, why why do they make it sound like it's such a big deal? (laughs) Your eyes are gigantic right now. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Am I I being super sensitive? No, it does make sense. And you're being super sensitive. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I get, I get why people are trying to throw out these compliments, right? Because yeah. obviously, looking young. Yeah. I mean, that's the entire beauty industry. They're like trying to sell you beauty products so mm-hmm. you could look younger, right? Or anti-aging, right? Which is, I think, problematic, and we should get rid of that word. But oh, anti-aging. Yeah, I'm okay. like, it's more about like embracing that? the age, like right. embracing aging mm-hmm. versus like anti-aging, oh, right? Like against it. Yeah. Because that gives it a negative thing. Yes. Like we don't want to do that, right? Yeah. So. I don't know. So, Talk to your marketing people. <laughs> I may get it. They're trying to sell products. So, and I do get why people want to look youthful and young forever. That's why people also get Botox and fillers so they yeah. could be more plump. Plumpy like, and yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to have this conversation <laughs> with you because you're turning 42. Who? You. Me? Yeah, you. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, yeah, you and I are both turning 40 soon or then later. I am turning 40 this year. And so what is the, what is, what is up with that? that (laughs) There's a lot of fear around turning 40, but I think this is one of the reasons why it doesn't help, right? (laughs) I'm so, I'm just cracking up. It doesn't help that people make it such a big deal. deal. And it makes you feel like turning 40 is a big deal. It is a big deal. But I mean, everyone around you makes it seem like it's such an old number. <laughs> Only you. <laughs> well, why? Like, why is 40 such a big deal? I mean, I guess every mi- every decade oh, yeah, milestone absolutely. feels like 30 felt really big and 40 definitely feels big to me. And I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, every decade does feel very big. And yeah. I get it. When you're in the middle of it, you're just like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I remember turning, getting into the 20s and 30s and now, now 40s. 40s. But I guess so. Most of my close friends are turning 40 this year. This is our 40. And what I'm noticing is everyone starting at 30, end of 38, beginning of 39 was like, you know, and rightfully so, all about self-care. Like, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. I'm going to up all of my skincare stuff and budget. I'm going to revamp my closet. I am going to just more self-love, more time for myself, all of that, which is great. Totally into that. That It's the time to do it. You know, I like for some reason, I'm not having these revelations yet. Maybe because you're not there yet? I don't know. I'm a month and a half away. But do you feel like... 
I mean, I would love to get in better shape. It's not like I'm not, I, I'm always trying to get in better shape and just stay active, right? Like I'm, but I don't know why it's like not going towards that. Well, I think a lot of people maybe, and maybe this is the reason why, <laughs> right? Because I think a lot of people put so much emphasis on looking young mm-hmm. and staying young mm-hmm. and being fit. And I guess 40 does feel like a significant number where either you, you make it or you don't like make you it. Just, you just, yeah, like right, you either, either have gonna, it or you don't. Right, either right? you're going to keep trying hard or you're kind of like, I don't care anymore. Yeah, but mm. because there's so much emphasis around like the number 40 mm-hmm. and because it is not a young number anymore, mm-hmm. I think almost, especially women, I think mainly women yeah. are probably like, no, like I'm not going to let that define me. Like I am not going to let being in my 40s make me feel old, look old. Yeah. So I feel like on the flip side, they are trying to even do more, more. than what they usually do. Because in their 30s, you could still kind of get away with things, Without even right? trying that hard, yeah. yeah. It's ad time. <laughs> we today are talking about Cozy Earth because we absolutely love their bamboo sheets. Love. You, do you know who Oprah is? Um, I may be her <laughs> number one fan. Yeah. <laughs> Oprah named Cozy Earth her favorite things for 2018. So since 2018, she's been just loving the temperature, regulating and incredibly soft, cozy earth, luxury pillows, sheets, blankets, and more. We in our house, we have four sets. Mm -hmm. I redid all of the bedding in my house last year after we got our code (laughs) and used it (laughs) and redid our master, the two kids and the guest bedroom and absolutely love cozy earth. I mean, there's something so satisfying when you're able to go home and you know that you have the softest bed on earth just like waiting for you. I also use their sheets and it's, there's nothing like it. Um, their linen bedding collection, it, there's something so casually elegant about the sheets and it really adds chicness to any space and it captures the fabric's breeziness and it's just timeless. And also... Valentine's Day is coming up. I mean, I don't really have anyone to buy it for, but I'll go cuddle with you. Yes, I will snuggle up this Valentine's Day by myself or with you, Sarah, (laughs) in the Cozy Earth's best-selling bamboo sheet set. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so if you guys are interested, um, highly, highly recommend you guys trying it or it's a great gift to give someone that you love for Valentine's Day. Cozy Earth is providing an exclusive offer for our listeners, which is 35% off site-wide. So they have much more than just the sheets in itself. That's our current favorite. Um, You can just use our code BUMO, B-U-M-O, on their site. Hi, I'm Mari Llewellyn, and I'm the host of the Pursuit of Wellness podcast. A couple of years ago, I went through a huge transformation. And although I got a lot of attention for losing weight and discovering my passion for weightlifting, there was a lot more to that before and after than what a few pics could ever capture. On the Pursuit of Wellness, you can expect tons of information from experts about optimizing your body and mind. I'll also be sharing some triumphs and struggles from my own personal life. I'm on this journey with you, so you can definitely count on my podcast to give you that weekly dose of encouragement we all need as we pursue things that make us feel our very best inside and out. Tune into the Pursuit of Wellness every week wherever you listen to podcasts. I do love this concept, 
you know, that as women, like as we turn 40, when we look at our moms when they were 40 and just physical appearance, but also just understanding of self. I do love this new thought that like we take better care of ourselves and we will wear cute clothes, even though maybe, you know, when I think back at my mom when she was 40, she didn't think about these things or care about her appearance really yeah. as much. Right. And so I do love that we can embrace 40 and be like, I'm going to take care of myself. With that said, I just, I don't know. I don't know like what else to add or like where the shift is supposed to happen for me, to be honest. I'm and maybe, sure. maybe it doesn't happen for you. Maybe yeah. you just, I don't know. Or do you think I'm scared? Or like, do you think I'm just scared? Or well, do you are think you scared of turning 40? Like, how do you feel? You're kind of like in mm, denial. I'm kind of avoiding it. I don't want to plan anything. Yeah, maybe I am in denial and I'm not, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know why. Like, I've, I'm thinking about it. Like, like we started the episode saying that we planned this celebration for a friend who turned 40 and that took time and planning and like and it was actually so much fun and it was such a I really do believe in celebrations and we've yeah. talked about this before when we you know for your last your last year and all the things but and you know you need, to, you need to get people on schedules and make sure that they block out a weekend or like at least you know plan something but I don't know I am I scared to turn 40 I think I'm also not the type of person and and I compare myself to my sister like my sister was very like, by 30, I need to do this. By 40, mm. I need to do this. By 50, I need to have this. I don't think I'm that of a planner in that way. Mm. So I also, I'm more like I kind of go with the flow type of person. So maybe I also, I'm not like, oh, by 40, I thought I was going to have this, this and this. And I have it or I don't have it. Except I did think I would have a Korean performance by 40. Somewhat of something. And that's definitely fallen off the wagon a little bit. But I don't feel that it's a bad thing. So maybe maybe you're less driven by timelines. And so maybe mm -hmm. even turning 40 is not really that big of a deal for you. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. Do you feel bad saying that? You feel I feel like I should have something. I should have like a thing. But I just don't. And I that's don't... cool that is you it? don't. Yeah. Because I think there's so much emphasis on turning a different decade. Mm-hmm. But if you really think about it, it's just another year. It's just another like year after 39. So it's not like, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden you wake up and you're like 10 Something's years older different. than yeah. you were before. You're just, yeah. you know. I don't know. I guess when I was, I'm thinking back when I turned 30, it felt really big, right? When you're going from 29 to now your 30s, I felt like an actual grown up. And I do remember thinking my 30s are going to be about blah, blah, blah. And I have very specific things that I wanted to see man like, play out in my 30s I don't know why I don't I don't I don't know I don't have that right now mm -hmm. this is the most boring episode ever <laughs> <laughs> well that's the end guys <laughs> pretty no, much Sarah get... is not excited to turn 40 <laughs> and that's I guess, what it's about and maybe next week it will change but yeah I don't know and I do see all my other friends like so motivated and have very specific things which are wonderful you know, getting fit or like trying new things or like visiting a certain place that it's been on their bucket list. That's another thing. Like some of my friends like want to make sure that they go to these countries and see it before. Now we joke that like, how many more years do we have of mobility? <laughs> because like everybody's getting injured and like maybe we can't go skiing anymore or maybe we can't do certain hikes anymore. Yeah. Right. So we need to get them done now and that's so when you know you're getting old that's when, when you're, like, you're getting how old. much longer are we going to be able to walk <laughs> yeah, and to be mobile do active things to do active things yeah okay we have 10 summers left you know so <laughs> 
There's been a lot of back just going jam packing for the next 10 summers. Yeah. Yeah. No, I see that. I think for me, because, and I, I do understand where you're coming from as far as not really having a specific timeline for things. Are you like that? I was, but then ever since my divorce, Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm like that anymore because Mm -hmm. obviously by the time in my head, by the time I was 40, I would be married. I would have, you know, multiple homes. I don't, you know, we sold all. Yeah. I mean, at that point I was like, I'm going to be very, very successful Mm -hmm. and I'm going to have lots of homes. And where would they be? I mean, Where are these homes? I mean, here, right? Okay. Yeah. Malibu, but really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're making me sound like a brat now. No. But no, no. I mean, just like. We just don't want to live in Malibu. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, like, for instance, you know, we had homes where we were living before, but we sold both of them, right? We sold the houses and I'm house free. I don't own any property at this point. I mean, hopefully I will again at some point, but absolutely. By the time I was 40, I, yeah. I thought I would have multiple kind of things in my portfolio to be able to kind of showcase, not showcase, but like to build up my financial, I guess, portfolio in that sense, right? And homes, obviously I have other investments, but homes was definitely one of them. Don't have that. Thought I would be, you know, in like a single unit family, like raising the girls together. The girls are like going, I don't know, off to middle school or high school obviously don't really have that anymore. Like I'm pretty much single every other week. I mean, single mom every other week. And so with that said, I think with that experience, I realized that age really has nothing to do with kind of my happiness. It Mm -hmm. doesn't have, you know, these kind of timelines that I've all I've had in my head and that most people have, have kids by a certain age, be married by a certain age, be in a relationship by a certain age. It really doesn't matter. And no. so I think with that experience, I have kind of let go of what I'm supposed to do at a certain time. And given that I am turning 40 in the next two years, I don't feel that much pressure, okay. right? I, I, think, I think maybe women that have kind of an idea of how they want to look like or how they want their family to be like or they want to reach certain milestones by the time they're 40. Maybe there's a little bit more pressure around that. But I I don't know. I I feel like I'm kind of like you too. But again, I still have two years. So maybe like... It will change. It will change after like the next year. Yeah. No, I think it's actually lovely to have goals. Uh, Just... Uh I'm like, why don't I have them? (laughs) Like, what's wrong with me? You have had such a shift in your life. And I wonder for you if like you had, you know, this image of like, oh, what you would be like at 35 or 40. And I wonder if now you have new images and new fantasies and new goals. I do. I do. And I, I don't necessarily know exactly how my life would ideally look like. Cause I've mm-hmm. gotten that question a few times, like oh, ideally mm-hmm. in an ideal s- setup, like how would your life look like? And I keep thinking to myself, like, what would that be? It's definitely not what it used to be, which is get married, have a husband, have like a big house, raise the kids together. I think obviously I'm not downplaying that at all because I think that is a very beautiful situation if you are lucky enough to have that. Yeah. But but you did have it for yeah. a moment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you did have it. You did experience it. 
But also, I think having a companion is nice, would be nice. But marriage, I, I still don't know. Like, I don't it's know ideally, early. like, yeah. if I would get married again. I don't know if yeah. by the time I'm 40, I would want that. And so I really don't know. So I'm kind of like you. And I'm like, You're just I'm open. just open. Yeah. I'm open at this point about how I want my life to look like by the mm-hmm. time I'm at an X age. I, I don't know. And I think that's kind of liberating, not knowing and not having kind of these deep wants and desires to be like, I need to have this. I want to have this. Mm-hmm. It's just more about like, I just want to be present and enjoy what's in front of me. And that's it. Like yeah. literally it's as simple as that. Yeah. And I think maybe 40 feels different compared to when I'm thinking back on my 30, because I've spent my 30s building the things that really do matter. Yeah. And so maybe now that we're turning 40, the things that really do matter, we've already, we already have it. Yeah. You know, and maybe not the marriage or whatever, but, but what triumphs marriage for you is that you're in a really good place for yourself. Right. So then because maybe we just have all of these things that we have worked on for the last 10 years. Nothing feels like so urgent or concrete yeah. that needs and I, to happen. And I think as you go into a new decade, whether it's your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever it is. at the And of course, as you get older, you become wiser because you just experience more things and you learn more things and you learn from your mistakes. I mean, from what I've learned in the past, I would say almost, I, I guess, 38 years of my life at this point or 37 years of my life, is that everything that you think that you wanted doesn't necessarily make your make you happier, mm, you know? Like, yeah. for me specifically, I, I wanted a very successful career. I wanted money. I wanted to have financial freedom. Yeah. I wanted to have this picture-perfect kind of family. I wanted kids. I wanted everything that everyone else wanted, right? Yeah. And... I'm very fortunate because I know that not everyone gets the opportunity to do that. I pretty much got everything that I've wanted. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I can't say those things make me happier, right? Even my kids, right? Mm-hmm. My kids are lovely. I love my kids. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't regret having kids at all. I think mm-hmm. it's the biggest gift. But they don't necessarily make me happier, right? And that's what I realized. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that could actually make me super happy is me yeah. and liking myself and wanting to hang out with myself and being present and taking care of myself and and so I think there's a certain confidence that you have when you know that things and even kids and even partners can't bring that happiness to you the mm-hmm. only way that you could bring that happiness is from yourself and just being at peace Mm -hmm. or you know if you're religious like having some sort of like relationship with you know spirits or god or whatever that is that brings that peace to you and just having that comfort knowing that you have everything that you need yeah and could i could i have more absolutely could i have a house right now yeah absolutely i i could have there's so many things that i can have on my list that i don't have could I have a boyfriend? Could I have a partner? Could I have a husband? Could I have more money? Absolutely. But the thing is, you don't even want it. I don't right? want it's, it. Exactly. Because and the, the thing is, that I know that it won't bring me happiness. Right. Right. And at yeah. the end of the day, as simple and cliche and as stupid as it sounds. I love it comes, cliche. Yeah. It comes down to that. It's like, are you happy? Right. Are you happy? Are you? Yeah. Are, do you like being yourself? Right. Do you 
like living this life that you live? Yeah. And I hope everyone can say yes, because yeah. if you, if the answer is no, then it's not because you don't have X, Y, and Z. It's not because you don't, you know, have certain material things in your life. It, yeah. it, it, it all comes down to how you view yourself, right? And so I think going into a new decade feels different when you have kind of that perspective of, and again, not not like downplaying setting goals and hitting certain milestones because that is very important. I yeah, understand and that. And, and wanting and things, wanting right? Things, yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. But those shouldn't define your happiness, especially by a certain age, yeah. right? I, I love what you're saying because I do think at some point, okay, so you want things. So it's like, yeah. great, you get the house, you get the husband, you get the kids, you get the career, you get the, okay, fine, you get all the things. Great, great, love. And and they, they take a lot of work and sacrifice. Nobody's going to minimize that. Yeah, but, but then what? I do think that there is, for me personally, some of that understanding these days. It's like the striving is important, but... For me, having a family and protecting my family, taking care of my family is it. That does bring the highest fulfillment. Not because I need to have a project or not because like, oh, I need something to make me feel like I have purpose, but because that is what I've chosen to give my my heart and my time mm. to. I But I didn't know that. Mm. I, I definitely came to Los Angeles like wanting to be a performer, either singing, acting, theater, something. I, I, you know, when I first came, I didn't know modeling, wasn't sure. And as that started to narrow down when it happened at the same time as me be having becoming a mother, that did conflict. And it did take me through like this, whatever, journey of like really understanding value and self. And it was through all of that, that you do come to a place where you realize like what does really bring you peace? Like what is worthy of your time? What is worthy of your sacrifice? And then kind of being okay with that, being content in yeah. that moment, in, in those moments, in that, in that reality that you have chosen for yourself. So yeah, maybe, maybe that is what's happening with me at 40. I like that word content. Yeah. It's a hard word. It is a hard word. Yeah. Because it's think- very countercultural. Well, yeah, because I think a lot of people are driven by the next best thing, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. I was like that for a long time. It's like, this is great. I did this, but mm-hmm. let's move on. The next best thing. Yeah. And I think a lot of people view content as sometimes lazy. Yes. That's how I viewed it for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I can now say that I am very, very content with myself. I'm very content with my life, mm-hmm. meaning that if I didn't have like a single thing given to me, like nothing changed in my life at this point, I'll be super content with my life. I'll be super happy with where I'm at. Because you have like the actual things that matter. Yeah. Right. You have a sense of self and you have, I mean, you have God in, in your heart. And so I do think like once you have that, everything else is secondary. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, I, I I think finding that kind of middle ground of like being content and just super happy with where I'm at, but also still having the ability to be like, I'm still focused and driven and I can still continue to build things, not because I want more, but because it's, it's just who I am. Like, I just love being creative and that's just 
what I do, yeah. right? I mean, we have to do stuff to pass time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, you want to build something and you want to use your talents and your gifts for something. And, and, you know, build something that's meaningful, that maybe helps other people. And so, yeah, I think I think the want and the need is a little different when you are content, yeah. right? Yeah. It's still okay to want and need things, but it's less about the material things yeah I think. and it's less about filling holes and it's less about ba- getting validation from other people and it's less about you know proving something yeah and i yeah. think also just being proud of yourself of like whether it's what you the the solid family you built the business that you created or started i don't know if you're an artist the your craft like being proud of mm, i love that actually what you put out in the world that right? does actually really resonate right now with me yeah yeah what what resonates with you the proud i think maybe that is what it is it's like maybe i take 40 as a moment to just be proud of what i have done the last decade yeah yeah and i think that's again as simple as that sound as i mentioned earlier like i just want like people it should just be happy right it's also that simple with why people work besides obviously like the monetary reasons of like yeah. or financial reasons that they have to pay bills and da, 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 yeah. da. Right. outside of that it's really they want to feel fulfilled and proud of what they do yeah. right and it, it could be in any form right and i think once you feel proud of something there's a there's purpose behind it, right? Mm. There, there's reason mm-hmm. to get up and do the thing. Do the thing that you yeah. have to do every single day. I love that. That yeah. does make sense to me now. Actually, it brings some clarity. Actually, oh good. Yeah, I'll be sending Maybe... you my therapy bill. <laughs> Darn it. Yeah, that that it may, that is the word I was looking for from mm. the beginning of this episode. You're. You're proud. Yes, I am proud of how I've spent the last 10 years. And maybe it doesn't look like much on the outside, but I am really proud. Like that is the right word. Yeah. Oh my oh God, God, you're going to make me cry. Oh, you're tearing. Yeah. I think that is the right word. You should be proud. Yeah. Yeah. You built a beautiful life for your family, mm. for yourself, a safe place for your friends. For your community, I mean, oh. the amount of like heart that you put into not just your family but the community for other mothers—it's—it's—it's mm. it's, it's mega. It's—it's it's something you don't really see often, and right. so I know yeah, you put a lot sometimes of. Sometimes it's not like these tangible things, like the yeah. house, like you're talking about, right? It's like sometimes we put so much value on these, on you know, which I understand. Like we need a house, but like. Sometimes we only praise certain things, but like we don't see the other stuff, like the relationship, the the, the fixing of the, you know, like, like you said, creating a safe space for the kids and, and family and stuff like that. But that does take a lot of work, too. Oh, it does. And yeah. we put so much value, like in a household, we put so much value on the on the moneymaker, which I understand you need money, obviously. But like there's so little value put on the person who is actually building the home mm. or building the relationships in the community or thinking of like what to cook tonight. You know, it's like, yeah. And because I have been that piece, but there's not like necessarily anything like concretely to show for except for like healthy, resilient children and, and f- friends and family. But that's not like very, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. like easy to like 
yeah. show it yeah. physically, you know? And so maybe that, that is really what I mean, it these is. These are small things that we take for granted all the time as humans, as a community, as just people in general, because it's things that are kind of expected, right? To mm-hmm. have what well-fed kids, to have a clean home, to have a happy partner to support your part like these are things that are harder to show because it's almost like they're kind of expected Mm, right okay but they're they're very important pieces because the minute that you don't have it you're like oh I don't have it right like there's a cost to it there's a cost to it and so but also for me personally because I'm I wasn't on that trajectory uh it just feels like so much bigger because mm-hmm. I wasn't on the trajectory to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. And so for me to then spend a decade doing that is 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 what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, thank yeah. you. I feel so seen. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah you should be super proud. Yeah. That's really that incredible. I mean, like you just look if you kind of take a step back and you're just like you look at your family and that dynamic and kind of like all the love that is poured into that, that takes a lot of work, right? It and does. yeah, and a lot of like, like I hate comparing family and kids with business, but with business, you have to manage certain things. Mm-hmm. You have to manage your employee, your staff. You have to make sure everyone's in a good place. You have mm-hmm. to make sure that they're well fed, like, in, like, they're inspired. They're whatever, yeah. but that's yeah, the same care thing. Of, taking yeah. care, but that's the same thing with with kids and families yeah. too, right? Yeah, and maybe so, that's maybe that's what I will embrace through this forty. Then it's like to feel to allow myself to feel proud. Yeah, of of the last decade. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good, Chris. Oh, good. Thank I'm you. glad. Yay! So you are excited to turn forty now? Yes. Well, I have no <laughs> choice. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, it's like a daunting number, but I'm like, it's not like, I, okay, I mean, like, I'll get fit. Like, that's fine. You know, like, but yeah. There's, there's no real meaning exactly, to that for you. Exactly. Yeah. Because I don't actually care about those things, to yeah. be honest. It's like, oh, I have less wrinkles, more wrinkles. I, it's like, it, I am what I am. I look what I look like. Uh-huh. I just, because for me, it's just so much more meaningful to really understand but what did I spend the last decade doing? Yeah. And so it is that. It is building this family and the community around us. And then it's, it is just taking a moment to feel really proud of that. Girl, I'm very, very happy to have this conversation with you today. Well, you guys, let us know. I I feel like a lot of our listeners are kind of in the same age bracket. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're a little ahead of them. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, let us know how you feel about getting older, aging, Mm -hmm. how you feel in your skin. Yeah, feel proud. And what do you feel proud about? Yeah. 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 Thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. We want to keep this conversation going with you. So please leave us a DM on Instagram and make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast. And we would love it if you left us a review. Also, if you're in the Los Angeles area, make sure to visit us at Bumo Work at Westfield Century City Shopping Center. And if you're looking for educational-based content entertainment for your little ones, visit us at www.bumobrain.com or at Brain on Instagram.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.